But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. You get a free child's play, we use ticket stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today, Ole, every day. Casa Ole, Ole! We're back. It's episode 74. It's Lima time time. It's Patrick. It's James. It's Hollywood Patrick McClellan. Hey, buddy. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, this is you leave that leave that that boring ass corporate life for that for that shill that that geek. We're, we're here to light up Cole Hamels. We're here to light up Arlington. We ain't having none of that playboy. It's uh, it's been a it's been a couple of weeks, but I was out of town for like ten days. Almost died a couple times, so it was cool. Twice, you almost died twice. Well, go I like I've always had a thing about overpasses that curve. And that's, Ooh, that's oh, they're terrifying. They're the worst, right? That's good. that goes back to my dad, who would always like always pretend that the steering had gone out as you know you're supposed to turn, keep turning, and it was on that Beltway Eight like 45 overpass, like down. Oh, that one. That was the one. That was a scary one. Yeah, down near. Yeah, as you're getting to like to go towards like League City and Galveston, and and it just it that stuck with me. So even. I mean, I'll, yeah, yeah. When you pretend you're about to drive off a, a bridge and die, that, that, that sticks with your kids. Yeah, no. So, so that's always been a thing. And so, driving up Pikes Peak was not ideal uh, because in a lot of sections there's no guardrail, and and just knowing that, hey, if I decide to change Spotify or listen to a different podcast while I'm driving this, driving up this very steep mountain, then everyone in the car dies, and that's that's pretty much everyone I love. So that was. Yeah, that's scary. Those are scary. Why is why is John Denver so happy about the mountain road? <laughs> right. It's like, I mean, it's like hey, you're, those are dangerous, sir. Like, very dangerous. Be careful. They are terrifying because it's they're not that. It's not that you're just sometimes they're, you're driving right on the edge, but not for the most part you're not. But it's just yeah, that's that you put that thought in your head where it's that margin of error where it's like, what if I hit this the one rock that <laughs> shoots the tire in the one direction? And I can't re. I just don't have the composure to regain the wheel. Like, nah. You got to stay calm in that situation where you just got to chill. You'll be fine. But if you freak out, you drive straight off the the, the cliff. Yep, killing everybody. Uh, and then um, it, would, it probably wouldn't hurt. Yeah, I mean, it depends on how I how high up you are. I mean, if you're up near the top, no, it wouldn't hurt after you you lay there for hours and you bleed out because your bones are all disintegrated, <laughs> but you're still alive, beaten. And then then it won't hurt once you die. Right, right, right. No, that's true. The sweet the sweet release of death comes yes. comes for everybody. It's undefeated. Uh, and then and then later in the week, my brother in law, who has been a guest on this show, uh, good guy, despite being a Rangers fan. Uh, we decided to drink some beer and then wake up at four fifteen the next morning and go climb a fourteener. And and Wait, drinking beer and climbing is not that's not a thing, right? No, no, it's definitely not. That's yeah. I mean, it seems like I would I'd want to drink too, and like that's what I would want to do. But then now I'm thinking about it. I don't even want to climb ever. Yeah, no. It was well. That that's was, okay. That's 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 that's, that's, that's adventure. That's a Colorado. That's a trip to Colorado where you're doing that. You're wearing the North Face vests and you're riding around just in a jeep that's like lifted a little bit. <laughs> snow tires. Not not the beach jeep, like the cool mountain jeep. Yeah, so, yeah. It's not to you. We we did all that wrong because we we definitely. I, I was wearing like a like soccer pants and like a long sleeve shirt, Astros hat. He was wearing like a Ranger shirt and shorts, and we drove up there in an Elantra. So we definitely did not, and now there were dudes that that we were we were passing, and and don't get me wrong, I'm I'm in I'm not in great shape. I need to, I need to lose some weight, but but I do I do work out. Like I did I did climb on my own accord. 
I, I climbed a 14er and came back down, but, but I, I thought I was going to die. And, but we passed dudes <clears throat> that were, you could tell they'd gone to like REI the day before and they dropped 1100, 1200 bucks on brand new North face and marmot gear and like hiking poles yeah. and new boots that, you know, blistered up their feet. And we're in like 10, I'm in like running shoes. He's in new balances. Yeah. Nice pickaxe. You fucking dorks. <laughs> exactly. But they were, they were, and I, I like to think that part of them as we were coming down and we were like, keep going. It's beautiful up there. And they realized like these two schmucks made it to the top and we have all this brand new like jacket with the tag still on. We have all this gear. We're freaking stupid. And and we're inferior. That's what I like to think went through their heads. I hope so. Yeah, because they had they had their like special lining that like cuddles your phone while you're going up a mountain, and it's got you know got cougar repellent and all sorts of just crazy technology. <laughs> they made eight hundred dollars. Yeah, you just like show up and you're just your loungewear, broken <laughs> balances, backwards hat. Like, all right, guys, yeah, you see the peak? It's it's high. It'll bring you closer to God. Like, what? What? <laughs> but I have pickaxes and, and rope. A lot of rope. And it's it's, it's nine o'clock in the morning, but I have this he- this LED headlight lamp that I will certainly need. You never know. I've seen what was that movie with, with James Franco and he, he ate his own photo, or whatever. <laughs> it's like it's not what happened at all for one, but yeah, you should be prepared. But so fair, fair enough. <laughs> so uh, so yeah, vacation was was great. I still haven't recovered. I need I need naps every day for the next month to get over to get over it. Uh, but it's good yeah. to be it's good to be back. You are a rising star on Sports Radio six ten. How's that going? No, I think I'm no, I'm, a, I'm a falling star. I'm a, I'm a liability, and <laughs> soon enough they will all come to fruition. You would not have it any other way. Yes, yeah. If I'm gonna go out, it's gonna be in a blaze of glory. For glory for me, it'll be just bad for everybody else. <laughs> no, it, it's been kind of funny. There's, there's there's some of the listeners are absolute idiots, so. It, it's kind of hard not to really yell at everybody, uh-huh. and I almost—I had a whole Cole Hamels diatribe, and I didn't call him a racist, so that's Good. nice. Good. Good. Um, what else? I have—I've I've mentioned the Super Devil. No, no characters. No Bush did nine eleven. I'm trying to keep all that stuff away. <laughs> but every, every once in a while, there's, it's just real easy for me to fall into a callback, but I don't really do it too much. It's impressive, but yeah, it's hard. It's very hard. But yeah, but yeah, if I just went and did something crazy, they'd be just like, "What are you? What are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, but I still I still do that obviously, but it's just different. So no, this is more fun. That's what I want to do. I want to. Hey, fuck you, Cole Hamels. I got like seven jokes written about you that I didn't write. I'm just gonna make them up on the spot. <laughs> here, here's, here's a tease to that segment later. Here, let's come up with one. What do you get when you combine Cole Hamels with a good person? I don't know. You don't know. You don't know. It's a uh, it's a racist that used to be a good person. <laughs> he indoctrinated him because he's bad and he's evil. Thank you. Move on. <laughs> Uh, let's talk, how concerned are you with dropping the last three games uh, in, in Tampa? Are you cool with the Rays because of what they did after Harvey with the trash <laughs> Rangers or, or is part of you like, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, but you're still an enemy. I mean, there's still, I mean, there's still another baseball team. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it was them. I mean, they're a good baseball team. I don't think anybody, nobody gives them any respect. They're, I don't know what they are now. Not only were they probably the hottest team in baseball, I mean, they just swept the Yankees and the Nationals and, uh, you know, won, well, they won a couple from us or won one. Was it we took two out of three when they were here? Yeah. They won two out of three. Yeah. But uh, they're a good baseball team. They're right around four, at 500 in the AL East. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't know why people don't respect them. I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. 
but they're they're doing something over there. That's a that's a good baseball team. Do you think if you were a fan of the like if you were a hardcore Rays fan, which I don't know if that sort of thing exists, well, then I'd be just a Yankees fan that lives there, and I'm an old Jewish. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure there are hardcore Rays fans, but do you feel like if you like the the whole opener thing feels very gimmicky? But but I also feel like if if I was a Rays fan, I'd say this is genius. It's obviously working. There's not a rule against it, so let's just keep doing it. Do you think there's insecurity among the Rays fan base about using an opener in the way that there's some insecurity about how bad the Astros were before they turned it around and won the World Series? No, I don't. I don't think so. I think I think it just depends on how you look at it. I mean, how many times do we we just talk about how why why doesn't the team go sign nine elite closers with crazy stuff and just throw them out every inning and just dare a team to beat you? Like, why does it happen? Why do you have to have these certain things? There's no, there's nothing telling you you can't not, you know, you don't have to have, you don't have to have a starter come in. There's no parameters on that. So why not? Who cares? Do cool. Do it. Like somebody beat you. Cause there's going to be some sort of thing where there's a guys in a rhythm and you take them out and the next guy didn't have it and you get lit up and you get punished that. I mean, so there, it goes both ways. Yeah. But I don't think that I don't think that should play into. I think they should roll with it. It's working, so they should, no, nobody should say anything until it, it, otherwise. Do you think there's there's the weird juju in the at Tropicana Field that there's something like it's like the one place on the road that the Astros cannot seem to win? Yeah, I mean, there's millions of dead souls haunting it for sure. <laughs> they don't. The AC doesn't work, so there's no wind. It doesn't. Nothing works. It just there's just dead air in there. And yeah, it's, it is. I hate. I don't hate. Yeah, whatever. I'll just I'll I'll come up with something. Yeah, tell me tell me how much you hate Tropicana Field. Cool. Hey, go. Tropicana Field is. Hey, did you forget our sponsors, Bravado Spice? Oh, that's right. <clears throat> Bravado Spice is the spice of your life. Spice, spice, Bravado. That's not a good one. They don't. They really hated that. They're already emailing me. I didn't like that one. I liked it because it was with production. It could be a, like a really catchy one. They could. Like, Bravado Spice. It just goes through real. Everybody joins in. A gospel choir shows up at the end, and then the Lord plays a guitar solo outro. Nice. <laughs> out of a out uh, of a did giant. You ever, did you get your stuff yet? No. Are you kidding me? No. All right, I, I'm, I'm calling him on the phone right now. <laughs> I am messaging as we speak. I I want the Lord. I want the Lord to play the solo on a giant basil and serrano bottle, or use the bottle as a slide guitar. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be sweet. That'd be pretty, that would be pretty cool. If, there, if there's one person that can do it, it is the Lord. It's the Lord, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. So there's, well, there's a couple. You got you got you got Dwayne Allman. <laughs> uh huh. And then uh, John Mayer. Uh, Derek Trucks. Derek Trucks could probably do it. And then and then the devil. That's it. <laughs> it, it maybe Robert Randolph, but he plays that weird lap thing. So we'll see. So those are the, those are the people that can that could do that. That's it. And the Lord. Yeah. Or my Lord. So yeah, they're they're awesome. They're still killing it. I'm drinking one of those margaritas again. I don't want to be a I want to be a basic bitch where I'm always doing the same thing. And, but I'm, I am drinking that. It's really good. I don't know, man. I'm yeah. mad that you don't have your stuff so we can't talk about it. I'm, uh, yeah, well, soon. All in good time. It'll be all right. I'm, and I'm pretty sure when I go over there, I'm gonna look at the message. I'm gonna have it, the whole thing I typed out with your address and I didn't send it. <laughs> <laughs> that only hap- and that only happens to me in Facebook Messenger. I don't know what it is about that. If there's a send thing that I don't do. Anybody who listens to this, which is nobody, if anybody else has that same problem, let me know because I, I feel like I'm doing something right, but it, this keeps happening to me. And it's always when it's a long explanation or something, and then they're mad, and then I'm like, I already said that. Ugh. So, anyway. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't do that. I'm just saying that could be a possibility. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah, so this is our, that's their spot. They paid for all that I just said. Um, 
Yeah, and we're, we're going to need a lot of money. Yeah. In fact, we are demanding it right now. We, we want the money now. I want $86. That, yeah, I, yeah, well, see, I'll have to look and see what I got going. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. 86, 86 could cover it for now, but, but we'll, we'll talk about that. Yeah. You'll, be here for my, you'll be here for my lawyers, buddy. All right, yeah, there's, that's good, man. Yeah, <laughs> eat it, drink it, cook it, sell it, fight it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Chop it up. Snort uh, it. Bravado spice. Bravado spice. It's our special roller. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to compose. I don't want to compose live. It's just it's, it's not good. They're all bad right now. That was like if that was like Prince if he wasn't talented and he was a nerd and he sucked at music. <laughs> uh, I was having what's today Tuesday. Uh, yesterday morning, I had breakfast with with friend of the friend of the show, uh, all around good dude Craig Harmon. Oh, at least so nice and supportive. There's one of the few people that I like that are nice and supportive. And usually I'm like, stop being nice and supportive. He like really is though. Yeah. He's a, he's a sweetheart of a guy. Like it was, I had I, I absolutely, absolutely no problem. Like meeting him for breakfast at seven thirty yesterday morning. And we were talking about Carlos Correa. Do you think, because the Astros like yesterday was, was the third off day the Astros had had in the last 41 days. They played 38 games in 41 days. Right. And do you think that, and again, this is all speculation, like maybe now that you're all like 6'10'd up, you, you have some sources and access, but I certainly don't. The, do you think that, that Correa's back was kind of giving him some issues and they were like, you know what, it, it, we, got a lo- we got a long way to go, we played a lot of games in a row, ultimately we're going to pull away with this division, we're going to go ahead and give you, give you 10 days off. Before yeah. the before the All Star break, or do you think it's something that's a little more serious? That that, or do you think that they were or option C they were going to give him four or five days off, and they're like, well, that's too long to be playing with twenty four men on the on the roster, so we're just going to go ahead and DL you and bring somebody else up. Like, what? How severe do you think? Do you I, think Correa's I think it's a little injury? combo of maybe all of them, but you remember how Henchy was with the. With the new ten day DL rule, or the ten the ten day DL rule last year, like that, he played that like a fiddle. Mm-hmm. It was a, just a rotation piece. Where, like, I mean, in fact, that on my stupid radio show that has no credibility and is dumb, the shift. Um, <laughs> basically, and nobody liked this, but me. But every time that there'd be a recap on the injury report on on Correa, I would just be, I would just keep saying that he was in in Ibiza buying fedoras <laughs> because he's on, because him, he's on vacation. He's not he's not really hurt. Because every time he comes back from some sort of injury, where it's like, oh, he couldn't do this, blah, 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 he, he, go, he hits like seven home runs in a row, and you're just like, okay, then he's back. Yeah. So I don't know. No. Yeah, it, it's uh, – I'm sure something was was brought to the attention, and they're like, okay, well, we got to look at this. It's Korea. Uh-oh. And then, yeah, they just had a combo. He got some extra days off, and then he had to go to Ibiza. <laughs> I really like that. I, I think that – I have some very dark theories about Carlos Correa that I don't I don't really want to get into not right at this juncture but I'm just to say I'm not the biggest fan and I've, there's some things I've been studying that I didn't realize at the time that I don't know well, well, really? that's just some that's a bit for dark Lima time time Ooh, it's a little tease a little foreshadowing we'll do that for episode 79 the sex number episode oh that's 77 is the sex number that's right that's right okay yeah so yes yeah no, he, no Hinch does that why wouldn't you uh, especially with the with the talent up and down the lineup, and you have in Fresno, you have that the new franchise 
out in Fresno, the major league team. Not very good. <laughs> they're, not, they're not contending, but it's full, full of major league talent. It really is. Like, do you who would win a series between the Fresno Grizzlies and the Baltimore Orioles? Baltimore Orioles would rip that ass. You think so? Well, I, I guess it depends how it. I guess it depends how who pitches and when. Because the Baltimore Orioles are just, it's just a bunch of Adam Dunn's. <laughs> they all hit like they all hit like two fifteen, two ten, and then but they could hit fifty home runs for you. And, <laughs> and, and, and on any given night, they could be on and hit up for power. But they don't hit for average at all. No one can hit. No one can hit, and they're pitching. But Manny, Machado, Manny Machado can, but I mean, like Chris Davis and what was it, Adam Jones? I mean, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, they're just no. They're, but I still think they they they'd mess up Fresno. But you send them to, you know, a joke of a stadium in Arlington or <laughs> baseball purgatory, Kansas City, or that's about it, right? That's only like oh, Chicago. No, Chicago might be the worst. I think they could beat the Chicago White Sox. Maybe they might be able to do that. Well, anyway, so yes, with the talent and the depth up and down the organization, there's no reason that he wouldn't do that. I, the, the scary thing with me is, is the pitching. Because they're they're all going seven innings plus. At some point, you got to start keeping those pitch count down. See, so I, I don't know, and I haven't seen it. Nobody's missed any time at all. No, st- I mean, you know, I, know. I, I used to I used to look really hard at, at innings thrown, innings pitched, and and just rest, just rest in general. Not even for the arm. Not even this. Not nothing to do with the arm. Just rest. But the th- the thing is, with the exception of Verlander, who had like a a one hundred and twenty two pitch. Um, outing not to I can't not too long ago. I, I'm afraid to pull my internet up, so I don't. He, well, he does that though. So I, I'm, not even, I'm not even referring to not that they're getting too high, but just that's just that's just a workload and just to, with the ability to do it. Why wouldn't you just start rotating? And I, I mean, last year it was injuries dictated it, but like you didn't have the staff or even the team. They didn't even play together until October. Yeah, no, but I, I think, and I mean that's not even been. I mean that that's what happened. They didn't, the whole team never they never played together ever until October. No, that's true. But I, I do think that, that – I mean, if you look in, and you think – you look at a bo- – if you just look at a box score and you're like, Keiko threw five innings. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, maybe – but then he threw like he threw like 99 pitches in those five innings. And then you've got Garrett Cole who threw seven innings. And you think, why did Hinch leave him in longer? But he, but he also threw 99 pitches. Like, right. I, I, think the, I think what they're managing isn't so much – they're not managing innings. They're managing pitch counts. And Hinch is not going to blow out Garrett Cole to to get the eighth inning against the freaking Royals. You know he's gonna he's gonna let turn it over to the bullpen. And and you never that, know. I think Hinch is a feel, I think Hinch is a feel guy. And like people don't he because I've seen him multiple times, and it may be the wrong move managerially, but I've seen him leave guys in. Uh, you know, with a maybe a decision on the line. Uh, I know he's done it for Keuchel because well, Keuchel got screwed over earlier in the year. But where he would just probably sh- you could see it. Everybody sees it. That it's, it's done. But you know, I'm gonna let him try to get out of this and get the win. You know, try to qualify for the win. So stuff like that. Hinch does little nods like that for his guys. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, yeah, I, I don't think they're. I don't. I've never really felt that they were a pitch count. That they were. They were like watchhawks on that. You know. I I very much think they they, they, are. they were when they said they were for on like what they were with McCullers coming up before they he, he was freed yeah they were freaks with it he could be pitching a no hitter with like seventy eight pitches and they were like nah sorry Bob 
but but I I also think that with the with the exception of Verlander, who is just thrown like throwing 120 to 140 pitches, isn't that big of a deal for him. You, I, I'm, I need to look this up. Like, what's the the longest pitch count that Hinch has let a guy go? I, I, I can almost guarantee you. Again, with the exception of Verlander, it's not more than 110 pitches. Like they. Oh yeah, yes it is. Really? Yeah, it is. I, I bet Cole. I think Cole's throwing 120, hasn't he? I don't know. I'll, I'll look that up. That'll be a good thing for in the morning. I'll look that up yeah, tomorrow morning. I don't want to mess up your links. Yeah. Because I, I think they are. I, I, like I said, I think if, if you throw seven super efficient innings, that's that's better than than throwing five. Obviously, it's better than throwing five inefficient innings. But but I think the pitch count more than the now. I think if Keuchel's if Keuchel's in line for for a win and it's in the fourth and he's at like ninety seven pitches, but the game is tied, he might let him go out there for the fifth. See if they can see if he can shut them down and and, and get the win because yeah it's, it's, for sure it's wins that that and and Keuchel's in a free agent year wins wins make a difference in how much money you make in free agency and as as sort of stupid as that is you know we I think we've all it's not there's yeah there's slots it's not it's not stupid at all no I think, I think and that's just your manager going to bat for you like and he should trust him no I think that's so what he's go, doing go get your win but I think you just got to give your guys nods I think that's whether it backfires or not like that's for us to talk about on a stupid ass podcast, but yeah, <laughs> I liked Hinch goes a bad for him, and they all they all ride with it because they you don't hear them talking shit about the shift. Players hate the shift. Keuchel. I think they're bought in. I think they're they're so adamant about it. I think they're bought in. Keiko doesn't like the shift. Nobody like the players don't like the shift. Players have never liked the shift, especially guys that are really comfortable in their specific area. Like it changes everything where the ball is coming from. And I know it seems like, oh, if you're a major league player, you should be able to catch the ball anywhere. Just there's just certain angles that are reactionary when you're used to it, especially like in the outfield. To have Bregman alone in the left, like that's just not ideal. So you're are you anti shift or are you pro shift? No, I say the players are. I'm I'm very pro shift. Okay. But I'm very pro shift. I love it no, because and the reason I'm pro shift is because the the opposing batters are so cocky and are so about their offensive output or numbers that they you're trying to get them to pitch the contact to go other way you're just trying to get them to go the other way just daring them you know you don't want to pitch, you don't want to, pitch them to, to that side but they all you have to do is go the other way hit a dribbler on that side most of the time and you're on base and, then, and i don't it, it offends me that they don't no but uh, but honestly you know if you're if you're let's say you're joey gallo and you are you are one of those like adam dunn type guys that's going to hit 210 but he's going to hit 40 home runs that the forty home runs are that's your that's your bread and butter, and yeah, but you don't play baseball though. You don't bunt. Joey Gallo does does not bunt, and he he did. Right. But but even if it works, and you get Joey Gallo to bunt to first or hit a dribbler down the line, and he stays at first, that's a win. Like right. you you've you've won by keeping him at first base uh, rather than letting him hit like a five hundred and seventy foot home run. Right, and and so you know I can sort of understand that. Gallows, like you, I'm, I don't get paid to to hit singles. Like a guy with his power and with his skill set, you know, he's got to be thinking like I'm going to. I don't. I don't know if it's cocky or if it's just belief in belief in your own talent, belief in your ability. Like I you put, if if I do what I'm supposed to do, then it doesn't matter where the infielders or outfielders are. They're going to be watching this ball go into the 
you know, a, a different mouth of hell in Arlington. <laughs> yeah, the one, the, uh, the above ground hell, which is Arlington. Yes. So anywhere in there is actual hell, so that's, yeah, that makes sense. No, it's just, uh, I don't know. I, I, I understand that mindset, and they probably do have it. But at the same time, you're also a pro baseball player trying to win baseball games at the end of the day. And if you can get on base by just slap bunting it down the, le- the, le- the third baseline, fucking do it. Get on base. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I just, I think it's, they're pro players. Like, I get that, yeah, that's not what I do. Well, getting a hit is always good. So do it, bozos. Yeah. And that being said, uh, Arlington should be blown up. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so we we were talking about injuries and how the, the pitching staff hasn't really had to deal with them. Uh, one major injury uh, came up today that uh, Brian McCann has to have surgery on his right knee. It's the same knee that put him on the DL earlier this season. Um, a stat that I saw from from the ace of Spader, who, if, if I'm thinking of the right guy, is a little bit problematic personally, but still has decent... <laughs> Still has I, I don't know. I, I need to do some. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have said that without knowing the story. But I, I, I need to. Well, I'm sorry. I, I'm not following it. Tell me. Explain. Help. There's which, there's which one phone? there's one stats guy on Twitter, like a prominent stats guy that comes up with these crazy stats that I'm jealous that he can. I don't know what freaking. Yeah. He's like a play index wizard on Baseball Reference, or he's actually subscribed yeah, yeah, yeah. to Fan Graphs or something like that. He comes up with these crazy stats. But there, there's been like a an issue with with women. Uh, as baseball fans, and I can't remember if it's him or this other guy, and I don't want to slander anybody that doesn't deserve it, especially in our culture today. Yeah, no. so there's some, there's some, there is some like major baseball stats Twitter account that this is a little problematic, but I can't remember who it is, so I don't want to, I don't want to throw shade on, cool. in the wrong direction. Yeah, um, buddy. So, so he, Mike, uh, he came up with this, or I, I don't know, he didn't come up with it; he found it, I guess. Um, Brian McCann has 397 innings caught, and his catcher's ERA is 2.47. Uh, no other catcher with at least 100 innings caught has a catcher's ERA under three this season. Max Stassi, 355 innings caught, 3.27 ERA. So an ER, a catcher's ERA for Stassi, almost a full run higher than McCann. Is that... Is that something that concerns you? Is is McCann's at? Is he's going to be out like six weeks, uh, maybe eight? Is is that something? I'd be I'd be very surprised to see him before September, um, just yeah. when the rosters expand. But do you do you think that there's a huge there's that big of a drop off from McCann to Stassi? Uh, maybe maybe initially, and that's just. Uh that's just kind of routine stuff. You know, your catcher is your guy from, from pitching to catcher stuff. Stassi's got an, an, a plus-plus bat. So you're going to get offensive output that you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have had otherwise with McCann. True. And you're going you're gonna to miss out on some, on some stuff behind the plate. And, and then just some glue stuff. Uh, from everything that I hear, McCann is just it has a good relationship with everybody. And just, uh, you know, you always hear the glue guy and all that stuff. But it's, it's pretty important. Yeah. That guy, especially a guy like that, that that's a little bit older that brings everybody together young old doesn't matter like doesn't alienate you know probably like those old Christian dads did <laughs> they, like they had their own elite Jesus group but it's like if you're yeah if you're a young player up and coming player trying to trying to make it in it yeah you're not they're not like Hunter Pence coming to the group you know the group <laughs> I think it's interesting that Hinch earlier in the season uh, he had he had Stassi catch every single starting pitcher 
Yeah. And 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 now I and uh, you know I guess you could look at McCann and think at some point he's going to go on the DL just because he's getting he's getting older. Like my ankle has has popped painfully at least 12 times since we've been recording. Oh, this. yeah, it just doesn't pop back. It's like, "Oh, well, this is just my life now." I'm, a, <laughs> I'm just died now. Now I, I live in the, the the tower of Notre Dame. I'm just a hunchback weird ogre <laughs> limping around. I can't walk. Okay, it's not good. You know, the, the, you look at McCann and think there's a really good chance he's going to miss some extended time just because of age and he had some issues with his knee. You know, last season played a lot more. You know, he's, catch, he's still catching. He's still actually catching. Everybody else is like their second year in the league. They start to take ground balls, like to transition out of it. Like right <laughs> when they get in, and he's like, yeah, he's like, nah, he's in for me. Or he's still doing it. I mean, he's still. He's like not catching is not for him. He's just that's got to hurt your knees. Like just crouching down to do that's got to be so brutal. That's yeah. a big dude. And yeah, and then someone steals on you, and you have to like rotate your hips without. I don't know. You have to pop up real quick. It sounds terrible. Yeah, that's all like it's all like twitch muscles type stuff, and just ugh. No, no thanks. Yeah. So, but it's pretty genius for and without sounding complete fanboy here, but it's pre- it's pretty genius of Hinch to to. And I don't know if he just saw that coming, or or he just wants to get Stassi acclimated, and you know because Stassi's a, he's ready to go. Stassi's a player. He is Stassi, now. Stassi's who's our next catcher? There were there were very serious questions before the season started about Stassi's ability to to handle it, and he's shown so far that he can. Uh, but but still, to to now, all right. So Verlander has thrown to Stassi. He's comfortable with him. You know, so has Keuchel and. McCullers and Cole and Morton, like everybody knows what what Stassi's about, and and that's that's a pretty good move in the event of something like this where you lose that guy for six to eight weeks, uh, and it's it's going to be a pretty you know I mean the, the the division leads only half a game, which we'll get to the Mariners in a second. Yeah, but, but we got the, the stretch we have was the perfect time for that to at least start it in terms of getting some repetition and comp, you know continuity with with Stassi when you have these bozos. You got you have the All Star break. You've got, and then you got what Chicago, uh, Oakland, and you know we're, we'll be fine. It'll be all right. I think it'll be all right. And the White Sox. <laughs> okay, have fun. Those that's we should be up by fifteen games pretty soon. <laughs> but the Mariners don't lose. There, it's gonna break. It's I still. I, I'm giving them respect. They're having a great season. They're not. It's just gonna break bad. We can give it in the Latin in a second or whatever. I don't know. I don't trust them. They're not a good baseball team. They're just playing good right now. And it's eventually going to go the other way. The way these they're winning these one run games, and they played like seven last place teams in a row somehow. <laughs> they look up, they play Baltimore, and then it's Kansas City. It's like what the world is this? <laughs> so I don't know. I don't. I still think they're 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 not real. They're not the real deal. But I still I still go back to and I I know uh, and whatever state I was in when I said this I, I I'm not 100 percent sure of but but it's like when I was at the second game of the season in Arlington and uh, with the Astros and, and Rangers and the Astros let, you know, the, the, uh, they let them win. The Rangers won that game. And, and my, and Kami was like, you know, there's 160 games left. I was like, no, the worst thing you can give these, these poor reprobate sinners is hope that yep. every one run game that the Mariners win, it just builds their confidence to where they're like, we're never out of this. I and, agree with that. And no, so, that it can't break bad. That's true, but it's still it's still dangerous to to face a team like it, to face a team that doesn't think it can lose. It's like fighting a guy that's lost the will to live. Like there's no there's no easy way out of that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I get it. But it's also it's still Seattle. Let's everybody calm down. And without Cano, like what witchcraft is this? 
they've got they just don't have they have their marketing department's terrible so fire their marketing department because they're not putting them out there <laughs> no they have they've been underperforming for three or four years now and and, and by three or four years they're the entire existence of that franchise yeah. um but the last few years they've had they've had talent and and they've, they've retained guys and they've brought people in like they've, they've been on the up and up so i i don't know man i, I don't i don't i just don't trust them I don't, tr- I don't trust them, but I, they scare me way more now than they did back in what early May. I'm scared. I mean, that's I guess that's relative. But yeah, scare would be a very that's not a word I wouldn't use. I mean, they're half. They're the Astros are are playing at the at the same rate that they no, get that they played yeah. at last year, and and the Mariners are a half game back. Like that's no. that means the Mariners are playing at about the rate the 2017 Astros did. <laughs> no, yeah, there's a uh, there's a graphic. I don't know who it was. Could have been you. Could have been the real devil. Could have been anybody. I don't know who wrote it, but it, it was just the fact that the Mariners could could go one game under five hundred the rest of the way, and they would win ninety two games as of yesterday. Yeah. So they basically, if they just played five hundred ball, they still win ninety two games, and that's a little disconcerting. And and that's that's the conversation that I, I distinctly remember this that I uh, in. When did we start this? 2016, or was it 2015? Uh, yeah, we started. We, in fact, I want to say that we really confirmed it after we watched the celebration on the the, the after the, the wild card game. It was right around there. We were like, let's do this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you're right. But I mean, you know the. So yeah, that's, that's that was October 2015. So yeah, yeah, I think that's when we confirmed it. So, but I mean, we we've had this conversation, and it might have just been like a text conversation that that you and I had, like. Right. You can't un and we've I think we've talked about this for like two or three episodes in a row now. Like you can't unbank wins. There's not a BCS coming at the end of the year where if the if the Mariners somehow win the divi- or you know finish a game up in the division, there's not some committee that's going to say, yeah, but the Astros run differentials way better, so they're going to play in the Orange Bowl uh, and they actually get to play the the winner of the wild card. Like it's not. Yeah, we don't get to cheat. You can't, cheat. You, can't, you can't get set bladder in here to just have some nonsense go down. <laughs> yeah, right. You can have, yeah, you can't have, yeah, you can't have Adam Silver coming in and just letting Demarcus Cousins pitch in the all innings for all teams. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just doing the trash all the other commissioners. Yeah, no, they're they're. Uh, Shout out to Manfred, the, the real good guy. <laughs> We're gonna change the game. We're gonna space lasers. We're gonna have cannibalism. We're cutting out meetings. It's okay. Whoa, Manfred. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we can get off that. Well, we'll, we'll save that for another time. We're going to shorten the pace of play. Games are, games are now four innings. All right, we'll see what happens. Mini games, I like it. Yeah, you can't unbank wins, but you still can admit that, like, yeah, we, we don't we don't even know what's going on. It's kind of yeah, we're, we just get lucky, and so I don't so, know. I, I don't. I, I think it's a little combo of the both. Like they can't. They're not just lucky, and they're not just very good. They might be just God's pick this year, and it's like, oh, God, the Mariners, come on, dude. <laughs> this, is our, this is our dynasty. We want at least three out of five. I'd say probably four and, and make it to the fifth and not, I don't know. We need a lot of them. So let's, let's get rolling on that. Bozo. That's uh, a man for I just wanted to hit him with that. But, but do you think, I mean, like, do you think that, I mean, how great would it be in the same way that it was awesome to see like Biggio and Bagwell at at World Series games, and you know they got a ring and and all that. To see like Ken Griffey Jr. actually, like I, not that I want the Mariners, I do not want the Mariners to win the World Series. What are not guys? Come on, everybody, reel back in. 
<laughs> but it would. I mean, it, there's a part of We're me that thinks our game <laughs> that thinks it'd be great to see Griffey, you know, get something, get something like that, or get him one, just give him one. It's junior. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. You're right. You're right. I mean, they're not going to win the World Series. They're not going to win a playoff series. That may be true. Although, if they throw James Paxton all three games. Against us? In yeah, we're In the ALDS, <laughs> then we're going home. Yeah, easily. We'll get Kevin Brown by the end. That would make perfect sense, actually. Yeah, they'd come in and just ruin, a, ruin our, our, our dynasty right off the rip. <laughs> I can totally see G- uh, Ken Paxton's the Attorney General of Texas. James Paxton is the pitcher for the Mariners. Um, yeah, I can totally see James Paxton like shut like doing a, pulling a Kevin Brown. Yeah, no, he be he's one of the ones that has, has just not just dominant over. It's just like we're like, uh, basically, you harvest before he was ruined as a human being forever by the Astros. I want to melt down. Uh, shout to you, Darvish, idiot. <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's one. He, he, he kills us. But they've got yeah, they've got talent up there. I, I, they don't get marketed at all in the in their play in the late games. Like, well, they, yeah, they play at midnight every night. So whatever. Yeah, they're all hopped, hopped up on their not just Starbucks but like local brew, baby. Yeah, they, no, they've got the cold. I got brew. that new Mount Rainier special morning sun. <laughs> they've got the got cold. Got the Sean brew. Kemp, Vin Baker, pour a bunch of booze in a cup. One, I'm like, I want that one. Yeah, they they you they drink from a, a Gary Payton vein. Like they they drink Gary Payton's yeah. blood. That sounds rad. I'd love it. <laughs> Uh, Sean, you drink Sean Kemp tears. Like what? I don't want Sean Kemp tears. No, no, it's. Yeah. I, I've I've actually Sean, only, yeah, blow up. I've only been to one. I've only actually attended one Rockets game in my entire life. Okay. And it was it was the Rockets and Sonics, and I got to see I got to see Gary Payton. This would this would have been like oh three oh four. Okay. So like right before you went to Los Angeles. I I guess. Yeah. I don't know. He was, he was one of my favorites. The Glove. What a cool nickname. The Glove. A great name. So, good for good for Gary Payton. Shout out to Gary Payton. Hope hope Gary Payton wins the World Series. Um, uh, what do you expect from the Rangers series? The the two game Rangers series. Like what is what's with the two game series? I don't. It's like the third or fourth one this season where they played two games. I don't know, and I know there, there's definitely a there's a very specific reason they do this. It's annoying because. Like I did, we had a show last night on the radio, and it's like that we are on off Astros off night. So like just that random Monday night when they switch it up, it just kind of throws up, throws off everything. Yeah, but I, mean, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't like them. There's no, and then the people will be celebrating a sweep. It's like you won two games, and yeah, those were the only games you had. But come on, man, <laughs> that's we all know that's not a sweep. But whatever. Like I said, we'll have space llamas and all sorts of nonsense coming up in the game in, in no time. So thanks, Manfred. Yeah, don't try to revolutionize something that's working. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you like the establishment, buddy? Totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm not a big Manfred fan, but everything's gonna be all right. How how over Jake Marisnik are you? Uh, what's the? Oh, he, it's it's what have you done for me lately? Very high Wednesday. I was very up on him. He was big, big time. He was making the comeback. Had the hair flowing. Yep. And then uh, you know, one error and. That's about it. He did get on base a couple times, I think. Or once, and he walked once. Walked once and, and made a grave error. So, uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm off him. Uh, stop keeping Kyle Tucker out of the, uh, out of the bigs. So, are you, 
Are you of the opinion, like, do you think Kyle Tucker could come up right now and, like, okay, Kyle, Kyle Tucker's not going to come up and play four, four days a week. Like, that's that's not in, in the plan for Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker is going to come up. When he comes up, he's going to be an everyday player. So, I agree. So does that mean, you know, I do think he'll be up in September when rosters expand. I'm not sure he'll be up before because that means you get rid of, I mean, your, your three main outfielders are, are Springer, uh, Reddick, and Marwin. Right. You got Marisnik and Kemp in the mix in there occasionally, but like who? I, I like Kemp in that I wish Kemp played more. I, I'm my I, I do too. My disdain for Jake Marisnik is not uh, is not unnoted. Like I've 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 been very clear about my disdain for Jake Marisnik. He cannot hit. He can't hit at all. But it, I, I think that if he had chances, if he got multiple days to play. In a row and get some rhythm down, I think it'd be a little bit better. A little bit better. But I, I still, he's been a bad baseball player for way longer than he was good last year. But he, yeah, right. I, I tweeted after his like monster night when I was on vacation. I, I, I tweeted out, I was like, he does, he does something just often enough for it to, to, to make it seem worthwhile, and it's freaking irritating. Like he's like the, he's like the one friend that you you absolutely hate, but like once every six weeks he'll come around and and bring like donuts, or he'll hit you up with like a kolache, or <laughs> he'll he'll do something that's like oh that's why we're friends that's right, uh yeah we're cool and I then, hate those people and then he'll upper deck you you know while yeah yeah ruins everything all the time but then yeah no we don't like those people he, he'll watch your house while you're on vacation take a dump and turn the heater on and then walk out and laugh and not come back for five days yeah that's just a bad person so yeah we got shots of bad people yep. not the best that's no. that's the baseball equivalent of jake marisnik uh no no it's a bad person so no that's cole hamill's territory that's not hmm. i'll have to ask cole hamill's if that's what next time i speak to him if that's in this under his jurisdiction <laughs> as, a, as a bad as, as a baseball bad guy just not good guy i cannot wait for the for the possibility that that i would be watching i don't know how i do this because i watch mlb tv but there's some post game flipping like mctaggart's filming it on his phone and it's i i get to hear like cole cole pat mcclellan 610 sports radio sports radio 610 uh why are you such a bad person like that would be that would make my day uh man if i was uh, taking oh man yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, uh, yeah, <laughs> I call that, yeah, just be very officially, uh, uh, yeah, Patrick Wellens, Sports Radio Six Ten. Here, I got one. Uh, how come uh, you can only grow Civil War, Civil War era facial hair? <laughs> what, what's the deal with that? <laughs> I'm immediately escorted out. Like, I my press credentials revoked right on the spot. But that'd be, I'd, I'd be, that'd be worth it for me if I was like switching, doing something, I had something in the works, and I was just going to go out. I would absolutely do it. Man, that's funny. So, oh yeah, why are you such a racist piece of shit? <laughs> just being awful, dude. No, I, I could just ask it deadpan and just be like, yeah. How many sex why, dungeons? Yeah, why do does your you wife hate the city of Houston and disaster and people dying? Yeah. Why do you hate colored people? Why do you like colored people? Like, <laughs> why, you like, you know, why do you like segregation so much? Explain that. <laughs> I don't even care about your baseball. Care, explain that. All right. You can't. That's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> if they ship him to Seattle, a division rival, uh, you want to talk about a team and a franchise that I don't like already, but my word. <clears throat> uh, Seattle doesn't have the assets. I, I said this on the Alan Michael show because he was like, who do, the, who do the Mariners get at the deadline? I was like, I don't know that they can. I don't think they have anything left in their farm system 
that would, uh, that would yeah that's getting close that would bring a that would bring a piece that would put them over the top like they're not gonna trade for they're, they're not gonna be able to make a trade for like Brad Hand or Rizel Iglesias or right unless like Depoto is is an actual wizard like I don't think I think no. that what they have now is what they're gonna ro- what they're gonna roll with. Uh, I mean, they're gonna make an attempt at. It. I don't know. Is it? Is it? Well, is it Cole on a? This is this contract stuff, right? Uh, I don't. Is it it's not. Is it? Because if it is, then that's that puts the Seattle in play. Because they're just like, well, we don't care. We're not getting back anyway. We might as well get something for it. I think he signed through twenty nineteen. I I could be wrong. I think I don't think he's he's a free agent after this year. Maybe he is. Are you looking it up? Or he signed us. Yeah, the super government come on. We want to black people are terrible. That's the that's the super devil minute. Are you back? Oh, he's back. Good. Get the fuck out of here, you idiot! You thirty foot piece of trash. All right. Uh, okay. All right. So he he is signed through this year, and there is a. Vesting option for 2019. Okay. All right. It's guaranteed if Hamels has 400 innings pitched in 2017 and 2018, including 200 innings pitched in 20. Uh, come on. I got and that. If, and, and also investigated for three separate hate crimes. That's also <laughs> one of the <laughs> you have to he has if, the, the holy trinity of homophobia, racism, and misogyny. If he tips six disabled kids out of their wheelchair, it automatically vests. Yeah, he's got that. He's got the sticks ready. He's already made. He's like measured them perfectly to go through the spokes to get them fly out. <laughs> so I learned this when I was a kid with my bike gang that we ran around attacking the other kids that didn't look like us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Cole, Cole, what's your middle name? Jessup. Okay, that makes sense. Jessup. <laughs> Cold Jessup Hamels? Yeah, that adds up. You're a racist. <laughs> That's hilarious. Before we move on from that, what about the guy with the tattoo and the stupid punch? That's so ridiculous. Like it's a dumb. It's just a bad tattoo. It's, I mean, that's it. It's just well, what it is. I mean, let's be clear. Like it's a the the artist, the tattoo artist. Did a, he did a very good job. But it's a it's well, he's, a dumb. He's talented. Idea. I I didn't still want a good job. I don't like. I just don't. It looks dumb. It's a dumb tattoo, but it's very it's a very well done dumb tattoo. Right. I'm trying to think like what would be the what would be is there an Astros equivalent of that tattoo? No, probably not because our team doesn't do criminal crap on the field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're just recording a crime on your on your body. That's the worst. That's I not mean, good. I guess if you yeah, got, we got we got Julio Lugo in the stairs. <laughs> 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 If you got you know Ken Caminiti in a Padres jersey, like taking a syringe in the in the butt cheek, you know that that might be similar. But I can't, I can't. It's just it it's it's so very it's so very typical of Rangers fans and or or that set of Rangers fans. There's a there's a good set of Rangers fans. Um, and then yeah. Yeah, not many of those, but that's a small group. But yeah, I, but yeah, that's a weird. That's just a weird thing to go like that's. Like I, that was a he, he squared up. All that blah blah. But why would you want to like immortalize that? And by immortalize it until you go to hell when and you write this in the grave. But <laughs> yeah, it's a that's a but, um, it's terrible. But why would you put that? On? 
I think I thought it was a cool moment. Like, yeah, sometimes you got to punch Joey back in the face, but like, why did you don't celebrate that? Well, I mean, if if you were a Rangers fan and got Nolan Ryan with Robin Ventura in a headlock, like I can understand that. I got like right next to me. I like, kissed it before the show's over. Sorry, my my face. I'm beating up Robin Ventura. You're you're kind of breaking up, but it's, I can still vaguely hear you, and it's it's really funny. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know when I'm breaking up or not. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not. I check the chat room. They're probably like talking to me. And I'm like, you know, what? hey, if you're listening right now, listen to this. I haven't looked, so I don't know if you're chatting. But how about this? Go <laughs> drive into a quarry. <laughs> well, I said, well, I didn't have to say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Stop listening to my show. I hate it. <laughs> <coughs> Thank you. All right, sorry. So what? Do we, okay, so there was that. We're gonna. Oh, we, we should probably wrap it up. What's long? Yeah, we yeah we've been going a, a decent while. Um, oh yeah, you me. I, I was on. A, I was talking about Cole Hamill's racist facial hair, and it was like we the, didn't put two together. He had civil war. That's kind of weird. Terrible clauses in his contract. Yeah, it's a hundred thousand dollar bonus he did. for every Nazi like, that he has tattooed. God, he sucks. Yeah, what more? All right, shout, shout down to Cole Hamels. Shout <laughs> out to shout out to Arlington. Just kidding. Blow up. Uh, USA, where my birds at? Freedom forever. Let flags fly. Let these. Uh, what, do we, what, what do we got? Harry Kane, love you. Love you, Harry Kane. Harry Kane, love you. Uh, love you, pig. Purple mountains, majesty. A bird fruited plain. America. You have to do the real one. America, oh God, i on me. <laughs> you all church on it. And God, with motherhood from sea to sea. There you go. I'm everybody. The acoustics in here are bad. It's bad. It's humid. It's not good. All right, fair enough. <laughs>